2: and welcome back to Summer House Hive. I'm your host, Lara Marie halls and with me today is friend of the pod, frequent guest, member of the Summer House Hive. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Alan Morse.
0: Hi, Laura. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited. I can't even begin.
2: I'm so excited to have you on the pod. I'm also just excited in general to have this summer house of doom kind of to watch and keep me company during the final days of quarantine.
0: It does. It's been meaning a lot to me. It's been filling um, this, like not the exact Vanderpump rules void, Mm
3: -hmm. but
0: it is filling something of young people being crazy in a way that doesn't feel that feels very raw and not produced in a way that I'm really, really appreciating. Um, totally. I guess
2: it, it might be giving me some like real world vibes, like reminding me of when I was a teenager or like even preteen uh-huh. and would watch the real world. Like it seems like that maybe,
0: you know, I was not like a, a, a real world head. That was never my sort of thing, but I know enough about it to feel like that's kind of exactly what it is. Mm. Um, I am, it's making, it's fulfilling, like, not only is it fulfilling this, like, hanging out with friends desire that is making me feel really warm. It's fulfilling, like, a sitting outside by a pool and it's summertime. So, it's, like, wish fulfillment, but not housewives wish fulfillment. It's just, like, yeah. basic wish fulfillment. Mm. Um, And I'm so, I I, I was so, excited when I saw that you were recapping. I listened to the first episode, but I didn't listen to anymore because I was like, I don't want to be influenced by outside sources. I just want to be me. Fair. You know Fair and I mean? professional of you. I just honestly. really want to be me.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: we're going to see how that turns out. Um, I
2: have a feeling it's going to turn out spectacularly. I'm
0: so excited to be back on the pod and to be talking to someone that's not just like my husband who watches not really but like kind of in the background he's not as invested and knowledgeable
2: so yeah. it's nice
0: to be able to have like a scholarly convo as opposed Thanks. I'm to... excited
2: to bring an elevated conversation to the <laughs> summer house playing field they
3: deserve it honestly
2: they deserve it they've worked really hard and they've earned my trust as a viewer like I'll watch summer I'll watch every house that Bravo cares to oh my put God. people into Winterhouse. Winterhouse.
0: Woo! So, does we that mean they it. filmed it already?
2: I guess they did. This winter. I was like, did winter happen? <laughs> I forgot for a second what month it was.
0: I, I feel like they announced it firmly in winter as opposed to before. So, that made me feel like they'd already been filming it, maybe. Do you watch Southern Charm at
3: all?
2: I used to watch it. And then I think I fell off like after Catherine had a baby with Thomas because that whole situation just really darked me out as it and yeah yeah. and then I never quite returned I know that there have been some iconic characters that have been Mm -hmm. introduced to the mix I know that Madison is that her name was like recently in the news for (laughs) either fucking or sexting with a rod yeah she was in the news because crossover
0: Well, at the reunion, she was talking about like an unnamed but very famous married baseball player. And that was how she was referring to him and that they had been like DMing on Instagram or something like that. And everyone, like everyone at the interview at at the reunion was like very famous, like made a point of like, because I don't fucking, I I couldn't name a baseball player if you paid me a million dollars. Like I I really, that's one sport that is just. It, in terms of my knowledge, it's, like, nothing. Um, and I only know who Arod is because of, like, J-Lo and he maybe dated Bethany. Mm-hmm. And it didn't even occur to me to think about him because they said married, and I knew he wasn't married. But then it came out that she was talking about Arod and I was like, so you're telling me this man who's engaged to Jennifer Lopez was, like... <laughs> dming with this like she's really pretty she's like hot like it, it's not i don't mean like no offense to madison but like with this like pretty random not huge star from a like c-tier bravo show yeah that blew i love that my for mind. Him. <laughs> i i love it for him too um and then so that got me excited about southern i've unfortunately watched summer charm summer charm southern charm from the beginning and it is super dark it's always been super dark it was really bad the last couple seasons this last season was a little bit more interesting um but i like the characters enough to be excited that they will be joining with the summer house people especially because they went on that one there was one episode in last season of summer house or the season before that where they visited the hamptons or whatever and like went to a party yeah, like they Austin did.
2: McCray I wasn't it, like Shep and Austin like came and okay. Austin was flirting with Hannah. Yes. And uh, Hannah thought that Luke was like cock blocking her. Yes. in And Austin's like conversation. Right. Yeah. I, I'm all for like, let's mix up in like the Bravo universe. If you think of it as like the Marvel Ugh. universe, it makes total sense that you would just merge all do. these kind of like 20 and 30 somethings together, like it's... lump them in.
0: A very obvious and very brilliant decision. I also think that you're just throwing in. As far as I know, I think Paige and Perry are no longer together.
2: So, oh my god, I Single
0: Paige into the yeah. mix with all of these men.
2: Paige knows better though than to like. I mean, I think what I like about Paige is that it seems like she knows her worth <laughs> <laughs> and has like what it's we so like to call self-esteem, quote unquote. You and, don't like, find no that on Bravo issues
0: very often.
2: Yeah. And so like, I think that I hope for her sake that she stays far away from any of the Southern charm guys. And like, you know, I think a make out here and there is fine. Right. But ultimately, I'm like, don't don't cross that line. I feel like Paige knows that.
0: Yeah, I think she'll have fun, but not take it too seriously. Whereas I think the Southern Charm guys can't help but take themselves very seriously. So I think it could be fun to watch Paige kind of fucking with all of them because they're all going to be obsessed with her, I think. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be very like, tee hee hee. And they're all going to be like, really pissed at each other about it. And that sounds really
2: good. Chef's kiss to me. I is. not so who's the lineup? Let's, I need to like actually Google who the lineup is of Winterhouse. I
0: remember there were some missing people that made me go, I'm shocked that these people are missing. But I think I remember not seeing Hannah there. That was before she announced that she was engaged. But I would imagine having a serious boyfriend would have had something to do. Yeah. N- also her reception this season, which has not been...
2: okay okay. yeah i'm uh i'm okay with taking a hannah break i'm okay with it too we'll get into
0: it but i'm very like i come i come from a place of i have historically had a huge crush on hannah like in Mm -hmm. a way that has colored my view of her where it made me really hard it made it really hard, made me really hard it <laughs> but, sane, <laughs> <laughs> but it made it hard for me to really be critical of her in any meaningful way until this episode. And then she took a turn this episode that made me say like, fuck, I really can't. I can't defend that behavior. I really can't. And it I sucks know, because I'm I struggling. would still have sex with her. <laughs> it would still be her girlfriend and I would still love to be with her and all of these things but she really took a turn in a way that was hard for me do you ever look at um i'm sorry i feel like you were looking at up the um the lineup no
2: it's okay people. well and we'll get to that because okay. it actually looks like an incredible lineup and i have thoughts
0: <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna say um do you ever look at like reddit for these bravo shows
2: every once in a blue moon but i actually need to like go on the reddit boards more
0: mm-hmm. so i have famous I, last words. yeah well, like i think there's good yeah. like
2: intel and tea that get dropped on the reddit boards.
0: so the thing i'm of two minds when it comes to the reddit boards which is like the the more positive nicer things i have to say about it is like if you want the like real life tea just like you're saying like reddit is the place to go these people should be working for the fbi they are mm-hmm. like they dig things up they find things they make connection there's these lengthy posts defending housewives not to def- fit talking whatever and then there's just the general live discussion posts and I don't have social media so for me it's a really nice but po- I don't post I don't have an account but I just like lurk and read stuff
2: yeah and I important. really
0: like being able to see like what other people are saying about these shows and like what the general discourse surrounding them is and I like to find out Things about the real lives of these people that are happening right now that are influencing what's going on.
2: Is this how you knew Paige and Perry were separated? Maybe
0: that I feel like I found out or read not recently. So I don't remember exactly where I saw that, but, and I could, I could be wrong about that. I don't know, but I feel like it would be weird to put once again betrothed Paige into this group of people because it's clear that she doesn't do fucking anything on this show. (laughs) I love her to be clear, but she doesn't do anything on this show when she has a boyfriend. So I feel like, and she seems to truly not care about him at all. So I I feel like they're not long for this world or they're no longer together. Um, So I do like Brava Reddit for that aspect. I don't like it because I feel like it has ruined my life. I feel like it has fundamentally (laughs) like changed the way my brain works, like the way my neurons fire. It changes the way I watch the shows in a way that I think is sometimes beneficial. And other times is like, Oh my God, if I didn't have all of this information from Reddit about this person, I would be watching it completely differently. And I'm both happy to have it, but I'm also like, my experience is unique in a way that 90% of the people watching the show are not like don't know fucking anything like I, I think about like all the stuff that's going on with Erica
3: mm-hmm. and about
0: Reddit was like as soon as all of they divorced as soon as Tom got in all that trouble like they're posting all of this shit all of this detailed stuff about like Tom's lawsuits him getting his license taken away about Erica's involved like People who are like lawyers and like money people being like, here's my take on the divorce. Oh my God, that is
2: what I need.
0: And it's both, it sucks you in in a way that is like, this is so fucking fascinating to me. And it's all, and like, I am now of the mind of like, as I'm sure a lot of people are of like, you know, the divorce was a total sham. It's just Mm -hmm. because Erica obviously would get in trouble too with all this money stuff, but she's going to. I think, go on Beverly Hills this season and just talk about how hard the divorce is for her and how Tom cheated on her and how she was totally hoodwinked by this man and she's, and all of this stuff. And how I can think she that, do
3: that
2: though? There's like no one, like, I'm sorry, but if Bravo allows her to do that, they're gonna, that I'm feels sorry. like I'm ready to sue. So, what
0: I, I mean, it, what I've read on Reddit about it has been like, so damning to her. It's so obvious that she knew a large amount of what was going on because all of this fucking settlement money that he stole from the victims of this plane crash went to like Mikey, <laughs> like her glam squad and like all of yeah. this shit. That being said, she obviously isn't going to fucking talk about it on camera. She is. Everyone on that show is obsessed with her. Rina is obsessed with her. Dorit has modeled herself after her completely Kyle kind of knows she's this like queen bee so I think all of the old guard are going to be really supportive of her and be like poor Erica she had no idea it's so sad and I'm hoping that people like Garcelle and Sutton and maybe this new woman that we don't know much about are going to be like "Hmm." so I've read some other stuff but then I think Rinna is going to be like I just think it's going to be a fucking Erica kiss-ass bullshit, whatever, and anyone's attempt at trying to hold her accountable or say like, well, actually, I read this whole other thing about like how incriminating, you know, like this really incriminating thing about your involvement or like what you would have known or not known or how much time you could go to jail and people are going to be like, how dare you? You know what I mean?
2: I know. Yeah. But I think that my like gut feeling is this is where Sutton especially oh, could like, shine like a I diamond that she was that she is and that she is meant to be like her take on this whole situation. Like because I, I feel like she probably knows a lot of people just in her life experience that have gone through similar things. And so like she could speak to that.
0: Well, Sutton has like real ass money in a way yeah. that I, I, I can't remember. I, I Like when uh, she got really mad at Garcelle for just being like, so where'd you get your money? <laughs> um, <laughs> Which was like,
2: another like groundbreaking and important conversation and a question that needed to be asked and 100%. now should be asked every season to every cast member. Right. So I'm
0: hoping that I hope that Sutton will be like both not wanting to associate with people like Erica because she's like of this kind of like, different kind of money, and will be like, uh, this doesn't sit right with me. And I'm hoping that's gonna happen, I'm worried it's not, but my point is I am fucking poisoned to watch this show now in this way where like, if I didn't read all of this shit, I'd be like every other fucking viewer who maybe heard that Tom and Erica got a divorce, And don't know anything other than that. And they'll watch the show being like, yeah, poor Erica. And I'm both happy to have been red pilled, And also a little bit like, right. But now I am so deep in the weeds in a way that is going to make it hard for me to swallow them producing it in any other way.
2: True. I feel like the same thing happened with Vanderpump Rules where after just like knowing having like an insider view on how shit goes down and like knowing the actual truth it was like seasons seven and eight it was just like why are we watching this like yeah for sure you're pulling the wool over our eyes and feeding us this like completely fictionalized narrative right and it's like so
0: disrespectful
2: yeah it's actually it is really disrespectful to the viewers um this is why we need like brandy back on the show so she can just talk the shit that she needs to bring
0: back the list of people I would bring back to Beverly Hills. You have no fucking idea. Bring back Kim Richards, bring back Dana, bring back Carlton. Bring. back.
2: Oh my God. um, Bring back Carlton. Okay.
0: Carlton. justice for fucking Carlton. Iconic, completely different kind of housewife made Kyle so angry. (laughs) Uh, Justice for Carlton. I watched that season again sometime in the last like six months and I cannot believe she was only with us for one season do you remember the whole thing about like when they all genuinely thought that she like performed dark magic on them and like kyle <laughs> kyle was like my screensaver it was always a picture of me and my family and then all of a sudden it was like a word of the day thing and the words were like wrath lava <laughs> bigot and she was like <laughs>
2: She impact like, has lasted far longer than one single season. Cause I truly was like, yeah, she was on for like three seasons, but no. not long enough. One.
0: No, she was like the precursor to like, I wanna say like Erica and maybe like Dorit. Yeah. And like that random woman who had something to do with OJ who was on for one season. Um and like
2: Faye? No, not, not Faye.
0: Katherine Edwards.
2: Do you oh, remember? I don't even remember her. That's like where so I dropped random. off for a little bit. Yeah, I would. I, but also, we're going to get Kathy Hilton this season. And I think <gasps> Kathy, Kathy could mix things the fuck up. She it's does. either going to be her and Kyle like team united forever, or they could bet heads.
0: I'm really hoping I'm not let down by Kathy because I think I'm I don't so think you excited. Will be.
2: <laughs> I don't think you will be. I think that Kathy will bring it. Even if she's so. not bringing it, she's the kind of person that brings it like whether she no tries or what. not yeah totally. like and i always am telling people and singing the praises of the show the world according to paris which was a one season mm-hmm. reality television series that aired on oxygen in like okay. 2010 and if you're craving kathy content you need okay. to go watch that show i think it's like all posted online you can buy it but it's also like all on like daily motion or some but shit yeah. so i, I you really
0: only it know kathy from um this is paris was that the name mm-hmm. of the documentary that she put out this year yeah um i really only know her from that and did you see did you also see that kim richards was writing this biography that that was just like a got shut down got shelved i'm like the power that to doesn't be, have Kathy people are trying to it.
2: fucking shut Kim Richards down in a way that I'm not okay with. Like no. freedom of fucking speech.
0: No freedom of speech. Kim has all of the secrets about that fucking family. And I need to hear them. I need to hear them. And we're not going to hear them because.
2: No the justice for Kim either. Are too powerful. It's awful. Yeah. It's awful. Leak the manuscript. If you're out there. self publishing They let her yeah. keep.
0: They let her keep publish an ebook. Just
2: publish it on Amazon.
0: L- I would buy it in one second. Are you kidding me? Yeah,
2: you don't even need to like. Don't even bother like revising it. It's fine if there are typos.
0: <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I don't it's care. It's more authentic if Kim's bio has typos in it.
2: I want to. It like it would feel like poetry. It's like poetic it prose. Yeah, yeah, it's art pop.
0: <laughs> it's art. We <pop>. Kim's <laughs> biography is art pop and it needs to be in front of me and i'm really really sad that it got the boat
2: okay i'm going on reddit like i'm gonna devote just some time it's gonna really, really go down to reddit
0: it's gonna make your life better it's gonna make your life worse i'm really curious as to whether or not any of the readers are also involved in this like web of information because
2: I think there's some crossover for sure. Okay. Because
0: I need to, because again, I just read it and then I don't talk to anyone about it.
2: Okay. Well, now I would you love have. To know. You I have a community. Have a I have sisters. Mm-hmm. Great. Right. Okay. So back to Winterhouse cast. Right. Kyle and Amanda, MVPs. We need Incredible. them. Incredible. obviously. Stan. Right. Lindsay. Uh, Which is essential, and that's how you woo! know that Winter House is going to be Oscar incredible. Yeah, yeah, because you put Lindsay in any situation, she's going to shine.
0: You are zooming down that, um, what's the, the scary skiing? Uh, Black Diamond? The Black Diamond, You are yeah. zooming down the Black Diamond blindfolded on blindfolded. one ski. Yeah, Lindsay, so you can't and even pizza
2: wedge it to stop if you wanted <laughs> you to. you can't
0: pizza, you can't french fry, you're done.
2: Mm-hmm. You're done. Sierra, which I'm excited. Great. I think that she brings a lot to the table. Love Same. her. I think she's great. Craig, which will be hate great. Hate him, but
0: I'm thrilled. Hate that him, he'll be on but the show. excited
2: to see him in a house.
0: <laughs> thrilled.
2: Austin. Great. Hate him too, but it's fine.
0: I feel pretty tepid about him, but I do think you need him around.
2: Oh, wait, and that's it.
0: I thought that Chef it. was
2: in it, but I guess not. Well I, I guess think Craig having and Austin... other people
0: like pop in and out. I think people are gonna okay. like, visit. So I'm sure Chef will show up at some point, but maybe he's not like main drag.
2: Yeah. What's crazy to me, but also what makes a lot of sense is how the Vanderpump Rules cast feels so separate from like the Summer House and Southern Charmers, like I can see, like, the Southern the Southern Charm cast and the Summer House cast being kind of interchangeable and all, like, coming in and out of each other's worlds in a really organic way. Yeah. But for some reason, like, I can't fathom any Vanderpump Rules character, like organically like merging into the lives of these other people like i feel like they almost don't speak the same language
0: which is interesting because as we know we only have summer house because of vanderpump rules and stassi's relationship with those fucking weird twins
2: Oh yeah, but I mean, R.I.P. to them. They were RIP fired. to the weird twins because <laughs> I didn't even watch girls. those seasons. Yeah, I didn't watch those either. They really turned me off, and I'm going back and like slowly okay. gonna. I'm like slowly watching, which I say that every single recording that I do, and, and I still have it. not watched a single one. But like, it's on my to do list. Like, give me a fucking break. No, but, I, yeah, I, I was like, ooh, I don't get it. I don't want it, oh. and. The only thing that makes me happy or interested in watching is just knowing that they leave eventually. Right. And then I mean, I feel safe without them them in
0: the house. I do wonder in a world where Vanderpump rules had just aired this year, like any other year, if they'd be more in the mix or if it would feel more plausible. Like if you're having, you know, like a Kyle on watch what happens live with Sandoval, does it feel more like there's some camaraderie there? Like, I wonder in a world where programming is different, if it would feel more like there was some thread connecting all of them. Um, I do feel like part of it for me is because we haven't had Vanderpump in so long. They feel so of another time almost. Mm -hmm. Um, But maybe not. I don't know. I do feel like Kyle is so much like Schwartz to me. Um,
2: Schwartz. Oh, I was going to say he's like Sandoval to me
0: he's a little bit of both because he's like sensitive like Sandoval he's like emotional but he also does like the same voice stuff I feel like as Schwartz yeah and he also seems to have an alcohol problem that is similar to Schwartz's though not as severe as from what I can tell
1: Mm -hmm. um
0: so I feel like he's actually a little bit of a blend of the Toms so then I'm like yeah throw the fucking Toms in there and we could have something really special
2: I read that they had asked the Toms to come on as like a duo, but oh. <laughs> didn't invite Katie or Ariana to be oh. on the show. And so <laughs> which rude. Like, fucking rude, but also classic. But, um, I wa- but I would i mean like I would Katie watch
0: Ariana would be good on that show. I'd like to watch them interact with like Amanda and Paige and see how they all like I'd like also like to see Katie outside of Stasi and Kristen environment and see what happens
2: true. She might be able to really like she could be make it right, yeah, mhm.
0: She could be enjoyable or at least a, a good person <laughs> if you throw her in with those people <laughs> as opposed to. Jossie and Kristen, and I would like to see if she's surrounded by better influences. If I would enjoy watching her more, maybe not, but I would, yeah. s- I'd watch
2: it. I like that. I'd give it, a- I'd give her a chance. Throw James I'm always and Raquel open to a second, third. Kidding? Oh my God. They- those are the ones that I feel like they would be really good in there.
0: It would be incredible. I would love to watch, I would love to see Ma- I feel like Raquel, Raquel and Amanda and would get along.
2: I the- feel like... and like Paige.
0: Yeah, I feel like it would give her, uh, like Katie, would give her a chance to blossom in, in, in like like having a, um, a, like a first impression in a way that she didn't get to have on Vanderpump Rules. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you have sober James and hopefully sober Carl. Their friend, they can be friends. They can like do. Uh, yeah, I would, I would like that. I accept that it's not going to happen. Um, but you know, we'll see
2: yeah um well let's get into this episode because it is a real <laughs> emotional roller coaster of a fucking episode <laughs> it has truly it goes it's like you're hitting the highest highs and the lowest lows but i a laughed actually. Like, yeah i I've started literally crying,
0: crying i laughed i cried again later i laughed again later i cried again like It was really all over the place in a way that you don't get with a Vanderpump Rules because I don't feel like we've really seen any of the Vanderpump Rules. I mean, we've had lost parents and stuff, but that's so different than losing a sibling.
2: The only thing I can really think of is like the biggest tragedy that they covered on Vanderpump Rules. And this is just the top of my mind. Mm -hmm. So please, like, forgive if I'm overlooking anything. But is the whole nightclub shooting yeah. and then their reaction to that which was actually pretty selfish of most which of was being like, very interesting um, to watch probably gonna take off work today i don't want to go in and like, being the Tom's like i'm being
0: scared like, <laughs> i'm not going to work because i'm scared
2: i'm a little freaked out and kind of hung over so i'm gonna pass on this lisa one. said
0: we couldn't come if we didn't want to so like i'm not gonna go because like i'm scared yeah <laughs> Like okay gay rights sheena
2: cool guys yeah cool so, so that i feel like we've never gotten like a truly like a deeply emotional episode no. i have cried i i'm remembering i have I mean, cried same. at times on vanderpump rules but life. i can't remember from what it's been just too long
0: i feel like i've cried i Probably have
2: james i've cried with, with
0: James's james stuff because i do find his whole thing to be really sad and he feels so viscerally hurt by the things that have happened in his life in a way that have I have been able to feel it watching it and I felt sad for him I've felt sad I felt sad for Lala when her dad died I Mm -hmm. cried probably when she was talking about her dad never cried when Jax was talking about his dad um I've cried watching Ariana talk about her dad too and like her birthday and all of that stuff like that felt really um sad to me in a way that I could engage with unlike when Jax like Interrupts Britney's family while they're talking, He'd be like, hold on, and then goes to get like the box that his dad's ashes are in. He's like, I want him to be here too. And just like puts it in the middle of the room.
2: And they're like, okay. <laughs> Never forget Jack's carrying <laughs> his dad's ashes around in a tiny little box and like giving him a seat at every table.
0: <laughs> I didn't cry at Neptune's net. Um, no. I didn't cry. I think I probably cried when Shay proposed to Sheena unfortunately if
2: i had to rewatch their wedding i'd probably cry at that
0: it's pretty sweet uh, when sweet. you when you remove all the context that of what happened after
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> it's pretty just sweet just being like ah for one shining moment they really did it have it cute. all
0: um i feel like with this okay with this episode it makes a lot of sense obviously from where we start but i am done with these bravo shows not playing their theme songs anymore
2: me too. What the I'm fuck? Done. I miss the theme song and I miss the montage of like everyone being hot on a beach, like I'm throwing a football. What done. the fuck?
0: Southern Charms theme song is fucking iconic. They don't play it anymore. Or they'll like remix it in the middle of like a recap, which I'm like, no. The Summer House one got me so hyped. Yeah. I like, I need that. Again, I need in this it. episode, no. <laughs>
2: And also, Maybe you have a brand we. new cast member. Like, hello, need, Give, like, where's her. Ciara's journey for to like pre- like be in the intro?
0: I need the theme songs. I'm sick of it. I don't like it. I, I don't know why we've cut them out. I feel like there are probably other shows that have also done that, but I'm really not into it.
2: If they do that, if if Vanderpump Rules comes back, which is a huge if, but if they were to do that, and then like you. Like, Mm-mm. no, that would Mm-mm. not work. No, it would be a different show. Don't even show and I think wouldn't like about it. it, Bravo. Don't even is too think about it. Yeah. Don't fucking think about Don't it. Don't do it. You
0: haven't seen me activated. <laughs> yeah. You have not seen me activated,
2: Queen. I mean.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, the beginning of this episode is just, I mean.
2: I can't so believe all this shit goes breaking. down on Lindsay's birthday. <laughs> okay. Of I, all I literally?
3: That is like... <laughs>
2: That made me sad for Lindsay, <laughs> knowing that she's like, she's a birthday girl. Who she's a birthday cares. girl. She is a birthday girl. And now for the rest of time, her birth, it's like one thing if like, kind of like a rando, like, it'd be one thing if it wasn't like her really good friend, Carl, right. ha- like suffered a devastating loss on her birthday but like now for the rest of time, her birthday is going to be somewhat so associated with this. And I'm truly like, this is a curse. This is a truly the Lindsay curse. It's and really I blame actually the summer house. Like this yeah, summer the house, house itself. The house of the devil built. Yeah, for
0: sure. No, I mean, it feels like what I mean, who else could we blame? That's kind of it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. when they show the like kind of like uh night vision footage of Carl coming in and Lindsay being in bed. And he gets up and, and she gets up and gives him this hug. I, I was watching it and I was like, oh, I love their friendship. I love their relationship. Lindsay looks so beautiful with her hair kind of fucked up and no makeup on and being so, like, sad for him. But you can also tell in her mind. <laughs> she's like. She's fuck. like, fuck.
3: It's yeah. my
0: fucking birthday. <laughs> and, and she's I such have a good friend. A good- exactly. <laughs> and I have to be a good friend and I will be a good friend. Like, she's not a bad person. No. But you're like, fuck. And also because clearly it seems like she was maybe expecting Stravi to, like, propose to her that day. So in her mind, she's probably like, uh, oh, this is going to be the best day of my life and the worst day for Carl. Like, this is going to be, this is going to be hard.
2: Yeah like i loved seeing her like in a moment of crisis like lindsay is the one that you want to go to like she's the one that i would want to go to. like she just will get up she's right there with you she's like tuned in Same. there for you she's and like loyal. i appreciate that yeah very she's loyal she's totally
0: loyal i'll like i i have more notes about this later but she's a leo mm-hmm. and i have like fire sign solidarity with her cuz i'm also a fire sign and i do feel like watching her that she is very into herself and her own shit, but she's also very, very loyal to the people that she loves. Um, And I can appreciate that quality in her. Um, I feel like, yeah, I just, I, I did enjoy being reminded of like Carl and Lindsay having this real relationship of being like really close friends and that he, I thought it was like, at least from the way they edited it, it seems like, she was the first person he told which was surprising to me because I guess I would have thought it might have been like Kyle or somebody else mm. and I thought it was sweet that Lindsay was the first person he went into and what he was like what did he say he was like he tells her and then he's like happy birthday
2: it's <laughs> 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 i'm sorry carl, it was your it's, birthday.
0: carl come on <laughs> it's okay child. it's okay you don't have to you don't have to do that right now it's okay i'm sure lindy Lindsay is like yeah it's my fucking birthday but it's still you don't have to do that
3: we yeah. love you
2: carl it was cool to see like you really got a sense in this episode particularly how like real the friendships are between totally like, between like carl Lindsay, danielle the ogs so to speak the ogs yeah if you will and how much they truly care about each other like carl like when they're all sitting on the front steps and like kyle is just like comforting carl i was like it's really sexy when hot guys like comfort each other are
0: like vulnerable and give other men space to be vulnerable you're like cool
2: yeah and like encourage each other it's just like I was into it it was sweet it brought out mm. a, it brought
0: out a good side in all of them I did feel like they're like cutting back and forth between like the kitchen area and Carl and Lindsay and Paige is being like kind of gossip girly about it she's like <laughs> this morning I could hear his phone vibrating at like seven thirty in the morning and then I heard him like crying and I was like <laughs> what's going on and I was kind of like you know what Paige I don't know if you know yet what's going on, and like maybe you just think it's not that big of a deal. But either way, like we can, we can reel it in. Like we don't have to be full Greek chorus about how you heard the phone vibrating through the wall, and you are like it's fine. You don't need to like break the news. It's not a She's big deal. She's
2: front page newsing with really like, big like, glasses. <laughs> yeah, the like death of Carl's brother, and yeah. you're right. It actually is like maybe somewhat inappropriate. It's
0: okay. Like we don't have we don't have to approach it this way. We don't
2: have yeah. to not the time not the place no Um. When also when Kyle went into Carl's room like before his like big phone call or whatever and he's like just want you to know like you're like the strongest person I know like gives him like Honey. a pep talk and like I was just I'm happy that I'm happy that Carl was like surrounded by supportive friends yeah. who like get him and can be there for him in this situation totally. it's almost like the summer house might have been like the best place for him to be.
0: I mean, if you think about it, it's like, especially in COVID, if you have to be anywhere that's not with your family, like when tragedy strikes, wouldn't you want to be literally stuck in a house with like a bunch of your closest friends and not be like just at your apartment or like whatever alone? Yeah, exactly. Like, especially for someone like him who's going through the throes of like addiction and sobriety himself. To then have to get this news about his breath. Like, I would I was happy for him that he was in that environment. I did think that after Kyle said all that nice stuff at a certain point, he's like, Okay, man, I gotta go hop on a call. And I was like, Do you I don't know that you have to go hop on a call. <laughs> I know you're like very you like, <laughs> I know you're very girl boss about Loverboy and like it's your whole thing and like I get that. And I love that. And I know Carl to an extent understands because he's like a part of lover boy, I think somehow, but mm-hmm. I was like, if, I mean, we love a hustle. We love capitalism. Who doesn't, but it's like, if there's any day where you can maybe take off work or like start a little bit later, it's like, Hey, my best friend's brother died today. And i live with him right now. And I really need to like be available for him. And I love it. He was just like, I love you, man. I got to go hop on a call. <laughs>
2: The hustle never stops
0: The hustle. when you're building and you're linking
2: stopped. and building the hustle never fucking stops.
0: And as we later find out, he's lost. What's as he says, he 7. lost 7.5 5 million. <laughs> million
2: in June alone. He's leaving money on the table with every passing day. He's got to get on the fucking call.
0: I don't know how business or the economy or any of that shit really works. And I do get I think I get that he, what he was saying, which was that like, he could have made $7 million in sales if he had had all of the
2: distributors boy, lined if, up.
0: Yeah. If he'd had it all of the product ready and he didn't. And that's what he meant. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I just feel like there's a difference between losing $7 million and having the potential to make $7 million and not making it. Maybe I'm wrong. Um,
2: as a businesswoman, I'm going to say <laughs> that they're one and the same okay. and I admire Kyle's Listen, I am dedication. not a girl boss. You're a girl boss. <laughs> Kyle's a
0: girl boss. I am just an outsider of girl boss culture. So I, I have my opinions, but I don't have any sort of really grounded um like
2: it, reasoning of what it means to be a girl boss. So don't listen yeah. to me. I could be totally. When
3: you're
2: when you're girl bossing, it's important to like always be like throwing numbers out there and like And he was doing that. And he was doing Yeah. That. And talking about revenue.
0: Yeah. And like good for him. And I guess, you know, I guess being a girl boss is really having it all and like never stopping. So I I guess I get it. Um, But I was just I was just shocked to hear that figure. Um, I did think it was funny then when we transitioned into like, (laughs) okay, (laughs) but we're going to have fun today.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Like it's really it's a rough and rocky road to like enter (laughs) To, like, bring the energy down, which it's not like anyone's bringing it down, but it was just no, brought down by down. real life tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. And then be like, but we are on a show where we binge drink for a living and then have to, like, fight with each other, but also have fun. And, like, so wear like, costumes. So, we have to get back to that now.
0: Right. And, and it's I also Lindsay's music birthday. cue. And it's <laughs> Lindsay's birthday. I just felt like the music cue there was so funny. We went into all the shots and, like, Sierra's doing squats now. <laughs> and Luke's like, man, my mood's all fucked up. Like, want to go play some tennis? And I was like,
3: mm-hmm.
0: Luke, I don't give a fuck about your mood. You can go fuck yeah. yourself. You I really have, like, I, uh, I got mood. Some... You
2: have, like, one, you have a one-note personality.
3: Mm-mm,
0: mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Luke is not the one for me. I no. think I liked him a little bit last season because I thought he and Hannah's whole thing was, like, cool and hot and fun. I think he is such a fucking asshole, gaslighter, misogynistic. I, I really, this is another way that I differed from the, the Reddit boards where people were, thought Hannah was just like delusional and crazy and for, in the beginning of the season and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, Hannah's definitely like in it She's... in a way that's not super healthy. But to ignore Luke's part in that is crazy.
2: So, yeah, and we see him do it like later yeah. on in the episode and we'll get there. But like he's almost like the worst, like that personality of a guy that – because I don't even know if he's consciously like totally. gaslighting people or if he's even smart enough to really understand what I don't he's doing. I don't think it's doing. conscious. I don't think but it is. But he thinks of himself no matter what as like a really good guy who deserves Ugh. all the good things to happen in life without he's like ever from Minnesota, questioning. So he's like such a yeah, good guy. Yeah, because he's from I'm fucking like, Minnesota. Shut that, up. That's literally it. That's and because it. he's hot. And he like makes it's rings. It's those two things. Uh, he makes one ring and one <laughs> kind of bracelet. I made one ring. <laughs> I, could, I literally looked and I could make those. It didn't look that hard. And I'm no Smith.
0: I'm no girl boss as we've established. But I feel like if you showed me how to do that, I could do that.
2: I said in the last episode, like I took a jewelry class in freshman year (laughs) of high school and I made like a cuff with a jewel in it. And so honestly, I can tell you right now that Luke's working at like about a high school level of jewelry. Isn't his
0: descriptor like under the name? It's like Luke, hockey coach slash jewelry designer.
2: (laughs) Yeah, they're trolling with that descriptor.
0: (laughs) So funny. Um, I just I don't fuck with Luke at all. I think he's a piece of shit
2: um he repels me he's hot like mm-hmm. I have like I can feel I like it. attracted to him totally. at times and I get it but then you're just like what do you like I don't even know like what we would talk about you know what I mean no. like if, like what we would connect on or what we'd laugh about like I feel no. like there's just nothing there I did I, write I, tennis
0: hot <laughs>
2: tennis is hot I like, hot. I, like I'm looking to play tennis, play tennis. yeah I'm I would really love to get into to tennis. Play tennis
0: right now watching them play tennis it looks really Same. really fun.
2: If any readers out there, if you know a tennis instructor or, like, you are a tennis instructor <laughs> and you live in Los Angeles, please let a bitch know. Let I us know. Because I would love to work on my forehand and my backhand. I
0: took tennis lessons when I was a kid. And it was, like, the only so – I didn't play, like, club or anything like that. But it was the only sport I liked. And mm-hmm. I've been meaning to get back into playing it because I feel like it's really good exercise. And it's yeah. not confusing to me. And – Inuit, Them there's a passion element. Yeah. Oh my god, there's a scort element? Come on. Mm-hmm. That's huge for That's me. That's a big deal. I agree. Mm.
1: Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties.
2: This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com.
1: Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised?
2: Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshiped for the rest of your days walking this planet
1: because as anyone who has siblings know that's the only goal on mother's day is to be the favorite
2: and if you're an only child you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top if you're an only child you're also
1: at war with yourself
2: So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life, an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking, you digital
1: frames are bleak, but I'm telling you this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy to use app. So you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading.
2: I gave my mom an Aura frame and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology, like barely even understands how to FaceTime. And I said, just let me, just let me. And I set it all up for her. I plugged it in. I fired up the app. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame.
1: That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply.
2: So Luke and Hannah play tennis. Hannah says she never saw... The thing is with Hannah that's bugging me this season, she goes back and forth between... Uh She just is constantly contradicting herself. And she's Mm -hmm. like, I never saw Luca's boyfriend material. And I'm like, that's literally not true. Like, I feel like like we've seen, you know, you're on the show and like, we've watched you say like, I wouldn't be surprised if she had a one-on-one that was like, Luke is totally boyfriend. My
3: boyfriend. (laughs)
0: Luke, my boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard. It's hard because it's like, I both have been Hannah in the situation yeah. that she's in with Luke. So I feel a mm-hmm. lot of sympathy for the fucking mind games and being kind of falling victim to someone else, giving you all this attention and then taking it away and then being really ambiguous about it. And like all of that shit, like I, I, I do feel badly for her in that respect, but she, exactly, she contradicts herself in this way that's like, you know, we've actually been watching you for the last two years. So, like, we know what you were saying about Luke and how you felt about Luke. So it's kind of, I don't know how much I buy what you're saying about like I never wanted to date Luke. I'm like, I think the whole point of what you were trying to say one episode ago was you felt like he was you felt treating like You were you dating like Luke. his girlfriend, but he wasn't wanting to call you his girlfriend, which is totally frustrating. But now you're saying that you never saw him that way or you never... And it's kind of like, if you just kept your story straight, I think it would be easier for people to sympathize with you and not just be like, she's fucking crazy. She's so delusional. Because I don't think she's delusional until she says shit like that. And then I'm like... Like, what's going on? What are you talking about?
2: Yeah. Like, at the beginning of... like at- Truly at the beginning of the season, she was like, We hang out all the time. We are practically boyfriend and girlfriend. We talk every day. We say, like, I love you before we go to bed. He sleeps over. It was like, you're if even if you don't think of him as boyfriend material, you're now treating him like boyfriend material. So he then is boyfriend material. And that's That's where
0: people like Luke do the shitty thing of like practically being your boyfriend, but still being weird about like the title or, like, wanting to – which is so, like, a come yeah. on, grow the fun. You're just up. trying to like, keep
2: your options open so you can, like, right. trade up when it becomes convenient or you get a crush – an actual crush on someone.
0: Right, which is, like, in theory there's nothing wrong with that except for the fact that you're probably hurting the person that you are somewhat involved with, which seems to be what happened with the two of them. So, yeah, when she tries to get on this thing of, like – No, I knew Luke and I weren't going to be boyfriend-girlfriend. It was just fun to flirt with him. I was like, but you were just saying that the whole problem was that he was manipulating you and made you feel one way but was saying another thing. And, like, that does sound like a problem. So why are you now saying, no, I never felt that way about him. Like, it's just fun to flirt with him. It's like, no. Figure it
2: out. Yeah. I think I'm trying to give Hannah... Because I'm so there with you, like, I just, I really, I've always liked her a lot. Yeah. And, like, this season, it's always hard when someone gets, like, the villain edit yeah. or whatever, which I do think she's getting, but I also think she's not making it easy on herself because she's flipping out about a no. lot of shit and, like, digging herself into a hole. It feels but- like
0: last season she... The last two seasons, between last season and this season, I think she saw that she was being really well received. And she has this podcast and she's like kind of a comedian. And so she's like, I'm the funny girl. And I feel like now she's trying to produce herself in a way that feels really heavy handed. And is kind of not why I watch this show. Because the rest of it doesn't feel produced. And there are other people that don't feel produced. And aren't thinking about it that way and I think that can be a good quality there's like you know you think about like Bethany who obviously produced the shit out of the show while she was on it and that was kind Mm -hmm. of fucking brilliant and I feel almost like Hannah's trying to sort of do something like that it feels like I can see the wheels turning in her mind and I don't like that and she's also not doing a very good job.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. I think it's, like, you have someone like Bethany who just is strategic and kind of, like, naturally... <laughs> Talk about girl had, boss. <laughs> yeah, a girl boss for the ages who's, like, very talented at that. And, like, it worked to her advantage. But, like, Paige said, like, Hannah's a little too big for her britches. And, like, mm-hmm. she doesn't have the, like... She doesn't have anything to back up the producing that she's trying to do. Totally. Also, it's, like, every time I see the trash... I'm like can you please just take the trash out? Like That was my first turn where I was like, also, okay. That's also it's just like just take fuck. the trash out. Like if you want to produce that, produce you putting the trash <laughs> in the fucking bin where it belongs. Produce
0: doing your house job and take the, the trash one house out.
2: Job, just take it out. There's always a trash bag on the floor and I'm like how that would drive me <sighs> insane if I was in the house. Like it's I would throw a glass too. Trash. It's literal
0: trash. It's literal garbage. Trash sitting in like the open kitchen dining room that would drive me fuck that was where I took my first turn kind of against Hannah a little bit of like yeah that's and it's one thing if you're doing it and then you get called out on it and you're like yeah sorry I'm being a fucking asshole about the trash let me get better about
2: doing it sorry about that or even just being like I overcommitted and there's just so much trash. So could I just split this with someone sure. 50-50? Like Fine. I'll do the trash until so, and so at PM and then mm-hmm. they do the trash until then. Sure, why just, not? Like, Own it.
0: But she got so fucking defensive about it. And it was kind of like, dude, this isn't that big of a deal. You're taking it so personally. This, d- this
2: isn't the drama I want to see. I no, don't but think. I will accept it. I'll I do accept weirdly accept it. <laughs> I accept the how I accept the trash drama and now have a huge trash chip on my plate where I'm just like it also doesn't it doesn't add up like classic Hannah it's just not adding up where it's, it's like if you're that defensive up. about it. Don't you think that the solution would be to then just do take it? out the trash and then instead of doing that, she just continues to not take out the trash. I
0: accept it in the way that I accept it because. I love the recurring theme of their oven being broken. I and love I love the that they have broken. two ovens. And to me, that's, those are in the same kind of like house drama.
2: Mm-hmm. Chore that drama. I,
0: chore drama that I. We don't see enough chore I drama on Bravo. I love seeing the yeah. two toaster ovens on top of the, I, I love that.
2: I love I it really when the guys come to try and fix the oven, but they realize and then they it does not work. I yeah. love that. So I
0: accept the trash in that it relates to that kind of thing. But her freaking out about it, it's like, dude, come on. And yes, I understand how annoying it must be to be in that situation where like you sit down for like a house meeting and someone has a complaint that's clearly just directed toward you, but they're making it. Like I've been in situations like that before and I know how it feels to be annoyed and be like dude just fucking talk to me about it if clearly all you're talking about is my job don't make it this like you're not making it feel any better to pretend that it's a group problem when clearly it's a problem that you have with me
2: because everyone knows it
0: and hannah did kind of was i feel like she was kind of saying that at a certain point and then it just went
2: Went totally left yeah yeah. page goes to talk to kyle and amanda and she's like team Kyle and Amanda I think for right now and She says she's team
0: Kyle and Amanda.
2: Yeah, and she's like uh you guys are just like so connected this summer and they were like we are. Thank you for noticing. I was like, "Oh my god, I love that."
0: I, I have been historically kind of anti Kyle and Amanda because Same. Amanda is the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my life with her huge naturals, her beautiful face, her nose that she has not quote, fixed, and I'm really grateful for her because she has my favorite kind of fucking nose. I just mm-hmm. think I could, I wrote in my notes, I could stare at Amanda all day. I just think she's yeah. so fucking stunning. And she seems to be, she has this other thing about her. You saw it a little bit at the end when she throws the glass because clearly Hannah. By the way, I think we must have missed something Hannah said about their relationship that was more venomous than you might be fine with him yelling at you, but I'm not okay with it because- when they cut back to Amanda, she has this look on her face, she gets this look on her face, where she becomes this like little like five-year-old toddler when she's like kind of crying, she gets really like, yeah, like what?" Like she gets <laughs> she goes to a place of tears so quickly in a, in a way that I find really endearing and really sweet. And it makes me feel like she is, for whatever reason, it makes me feel like she's a really good, sweet kind. Empathetic person. And I used to see Kyle as just this kind of like shitty alcoholic who took her for granted and had no idea how good he had it that this fucking woman wanted to be with him.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I thought she deserved so much better. And I can't tell you how quickly I turned around when Paige said that. And he smiled and said, Thank you for noticing and put his
2: hand on her leg. I was like, I, I know, like him. I was so there for it. <laughs> And I like, in a way that I've never been on like Vanderpump Rules. Me neither. Like, like I don't know what I, you it is. Can't pay me to get on board. No, with, like, with any of them. On Vanderpump Even with Rules. like
0: Sandoval and Ariana, who I do really love and think are a great match.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't feel with the same. Them, glowy no. way. Yeah.
0: Me neither. Something about Kyle and Amanda I used to think was so horrible and it bummed me out so badly, and I have truly just like purely enjoy it enjoyed watching them this season mm-hmm. I thought that was such a sweet moment
2: I do think that Hannah has done a masterful job of making Luke look terrible to Sierra
0: yes she has and I I feel again this is like I all the fucking Reddit shit I've read about this has made <laughs> oh my me god tell me, my you mind. tell me what you've read tell me what you've read well it's interesting because there's again reddit is generally super anti-hannah they're very Mm -hmm. very anti-hannah in a way that feels both justified for the reasons that i think we're talking about but also feels kind of misogynistic and shitty and not so great loaded and really loaded and i think that basically there was all of this stuff on reddit that was talking about how hannah's just like Turned everybody in the house again, like turned specifically Sierra against Luke and has like manipulated her and all of this stuff. And I read that and I was like, that's really weird. And like, I mean, not that I'm the person to say this, but like a little bit microaggressive to me against Sierra as though she's not a human who has like fucking agency and her own mind and eyes.
2: Yeah. To,
0: she says it herself at one point when she's like, I saw the way you yelled at Hannah and I was like, I don't want to be in a relationship or like have anything romantic with someone who would yell at a woman like that. And I was like, yeah, I'm with you. I wouldn't either. And I feel like she it's interesting because on the one hand, you do definitely see Hannah operating a little bit. The second Sierra comes in as to like, how can I get this woman on my team? How can I get her to like me? And maybe also not like, look, like, like you, s- I can see it happening with Hannah. That being said, I don't think she has the power or had the power to single-handedly make Ciara feel like she's turning against Luke and all of that, like, I-, I think that's bullshit. I think that like, it's, is very clear about why she kind of changed her mind about Luke for legitimate yeah. reasons.
2: And I think also Luke does a great job of making himself look really unappealing he, to like literally loser. anyone that meets him. Yeah. Like yeah. Hannah knows how to like, she definitely was like making a huge effort to include Sierra that I don't think she would have made the same no. kind of effort if Sierra and Luke weren't like connected in that way.
3: Uh-huh.
2: But I don't, I don't think that she manipulated her. I think that Not like she aired out what the fuck was exactly going on. Yeah. And then let Luke pick up the torch and just like shank.
0: Right. It, it, it's not It's not like Hannah made Luke this amazing guy who's so good to all of these people make him look like shit all of a sudden to Sierra. It's like he's kind of doing it himself. Yeah. Sierra sees it pretty clearly. And I think Hannah's probably grateful that it's worked out that way and definitely mm-hmm. wanted it to go in that direction. But it's not like she like fooled Sierra into something that she wouldn't I think have already figured out herself and that's kind of what was going on on reddit was like everyone who's already really anti-hannah being like she's so manipulative she turned sierra against luke and boa and I'm like no that's not what he happened turns
2: people against him by just existing
0: like yeah and sierra is eyes like fucking and a mature brain. and yeah. it's like I don't want to fucking date or hook up with a guy that acts this way. I'm seeing him in a different light and I don't like it. And I've only ever really known him in the context of the re- relationship of just the two of us and now that I'm seeing him with all of these people and it's not like other than Lindsay, all of the other people in the house like love Luke. Like uh, most of the women don't really like him.
2: Yeah, I think most of the men don't like him either. Right? I think he's <laughs> so kind of an like, outcast. So it's and not also, crazy. Yeah, like if you're in like Sierra's experience of Luke is probably before summer house is like there's this modely guy he's like hot he's on a totally. reality show he's into me he's texting and calling me all the time like we spent this amazing like rustic week together mm-hmm. in Minnesota And then you go to the summer house and you find out that he's actually, like, at the bottom of the totem pole and, like, low in the pecking order and of this house. And not only that, but he's basically, like, lied to you about what his relationship was like with this other woman that you knew about but, like, didn't know the whole truth and, like, scope of their relationship. You're going to be like, ew, what the fuck?
0: Totally. So I find that whole thing of like, is people seem to think Hannah being man- manipulative, whatever. I find that to be stupid.
2: Yeah.
0: And yeah. I'm not with that at all.
2: Um, I love Aunt Rhonda. <gasps>
3: <gasps>
0: okay. I need to know so much more about Aunt Rhonda, because when she dissolved into tears upon hearing about <laughs> Carl, she was like, Oh my God, my heart shattered <laughs> for him. I was like, who the fuck is Lindsay's Aunt Rhonda? I'm obsessed with her. I'm guessing she might be more of a maternal figure to Lindsay because Lindsay has that whole of her horrible mom, past yeah. with her mom. So I'm like, mm-hmm. let's get Aunt Rhonda in for a visit. I'm dying
2: to know more about Aunt Rhonda. Yeah, we need to bring Aunt Rhonda into the house. I also love how quickly she went from being utterly devastated to, like, cackling with laughter. Same. Like, savvy and Stephen words. I was like, wow, Aunt Rhonda can access emotions at the drop of a hat. Like, love her. she.
0: Uh, she contains multitudes. I would really she like really to does. know more. I'd love to see a picture of her. I'd love to see them, like, interacting a little bit. I think we
2: did get, like, Aunt Rhonda content in past seasons. Maybe. I
0: don't remember. But I just thought it was sweet that she was so concerned about Carl. Um, yeah. This is a side note. What does – does Hannah's necklace say butter?
3: I don't she know.
2: Wears, I was like trying to figure it out and then it was necklace. like too much, like it was like taking too much time. And then I just forgot to look. It, into it looks
0: it. like her necklace says butter. And then Lindsay wears a necklace that maybe says stravi or something. But again, I can't, it looks like it says, um, it looks like it says arroz, like the Spanish word for rice. For rice. <laughs> so I know that's not Wait, it.
2: Lindsay's necklace? Yeah, Lindsay.
0: Like they both have necklaces that I can't tell exactly what they say. but they, And I was watching trying to be like, I know it's not the Spanish word for rice. <laughs> I'm pretty confident. And maybe Hannah says butter. Maybe it's like the name of a cat or something. I don't know. But I could not. I can't for the life of me figure out what their necklaces say. But I've been trying to. And I'm very invested if anybody has figured it out. Really yeah like this
2: sounds know. like a job for the readers
0: i hope the readers can help me out
2: please Lindsay is pissed because <laughs> stravi is just not stepping up to the plate in terms of grand gestures and she says that at the start of the relationship he was <laughs> killing it he got her a helicopter <laughs> and then there's been nothing since then from helicopter <laughs> I to like a helicopter i'm like gonna cry
0: i love i just i love i was not a hubcap really Mm -hmm. prior to maybe this season a little bit last season i enjoyed her but i am fucking loving her this season i love her so much i just think she gives me so much life and the whole Stravy of it all i'm like i've never seen to i mean i have but i've I've rarely seen two people on reality TV that are so clearly such a poor match. Mm -hmm. Like, just, like, not compatible. And I think it's really... I mean, we can get more into it later when we get to the actual date, but I think, on the one hand, I think it's really cool that Lindsay very clearly knows what she wants and is, like, unapologetic about it. And I, I think that that is ultimately a very good quality especially for women to have and i think Mm -hmm. that i i I like that she unabashedly talks about what she feels she wants and deserves and like needs in a partner um it's very like it reminds me of another bravo fire sign queen vicky gundelson who used to talk about her love tank all the time and used to talk Mm -hmm. about her love languages with brooks all the time and i feel like yelling about love language is very fire sign energy and like when Lindsay was like my love language is quality time and do you ever give me quality time (laughs) I'm like I I just love it I think that it's great and Stravi is the most low energy non-intuitive person I have ever seen
2: yeah it's very like it's sexually very compatible totally every other way no not (laughs) i'm sorry but no not at all and i loved Lindsay being like i think it was like danielle was asking like what do you think he's gonna do for your birthday and she goes i'm thinking a boat will be in my future and just knowing because this is the second time i (laughs) watched this episode and just knowing that it was zero boat you couldn't
0: be farther away from a boat
2: yeah like energetically. You, will not, you won't even get closer to a boat there's you're gonna you be next even...
0: to a pool and that is mm-hmm. the closest you are getting to the experience of a boat
3: mm-hmm.
2: and just like how deeply devastating <laughs> and disappointing this whole moment was for her and just like it's so sad, it's so sad but it was <gasps> also just like It's so cringe when it finally happens and you're just like, oh, my God, like, these are two people that just need to break up, like, with no questions asked, like, not trying. Yeah, it's just
0: just over. I feel like the first time I watched it, for whatever reason, I felt like I was more of the mind of, like, Amanda and Sierra being like, that's so cute. That's really sweet, whatever. And not that I thought Lindsay was being, like, overly whatever but I did think it was cute and then for whatever reason I watched it this time and I was like oh no I, I, I can't tell you how many steps were not taken for him you being can't... like it took me a week to plan this I was like yeah I'm like in what world literally like... I would love to see him break down the time that he spent in the quote week it took him to plan that True,
2: because I also am like I think it would have been different if they hadn't been fighting this entire week leading up to this day. I don't think it took him a week. I think he planned it in that morning when he woke up. He was like, "How do I postmate all the shit that I need and get it here to set it set up this table by the pool?" Yeah, but and I think that a lot of that just had to do with like why why if you're fighting with someone really really badly and then it's their birthday, like you're not gonna. Be that motivated to go like above and beyond to give them like the most romantic birthday present,
0: which is totally understandable. But like, then just like say that. Don't be like I've I put yeah. so much effort into planning this. It's also a tricky situation for him that I realized later that not only is it the week of the, her birthday, but it's their anniversary.
2: Yeah, it's their. So year then anniversary. I'm like.
0: You can't really combine those two because Lindsay doesn't want a combined anniversary birthday celebration. She wants a huge blowout for her birthday and a romantic grand gesture for her anniversary, I think. And he tried to kind of, I feel like being like, yeah, I got us food from the place where I asked you to be my girlfriend. Like that is specifically anniversary yeah, because that's tied to your relationship in a way that's like, Oh cute, whatever. But for your birthday, you can't. No, he tried also, to make it I'm into sorry. one thing.
2: You can't do a fish and chips. That that's just you not can't do a work. fish
0: and chips that seem to arrive at the house at three p.m. and then have no. no like and you can't 7:30? do takeout.
2: You can't do takeout fish and chips. Fish and chips don't travel well. <laughs> French fries, like classically, do not travel well. Like you just don't Postmates fish and chips. You just when I don't saw do those that. cold
0: French fries come out of that, I was like, we have gone from
2: day into dusk, and the the fish and chips have been, been like, sitting there. In the yeah, fridge? Like a clammy. I don't want like a clammy piece of fried cod that's no. like soaked into the French fries underneath. Like get it out. And like, no, no. pasta. Like just make like. any he, he could have done. I, I was so shocked that he wouldn't just be like,
0: we're going to. He should have gotten everybody involved. He should yeah. have thrown a huge party in the backyard with a bunch of decorations. Had everybody dressed up really fancy. It would have been so easy to be like, everybody. Write something really nice about Lindsay, what you love about her, you know, like what you wish for her for her birthday. We're going to have all these nice balloons. We're going to have music. We're going to dance. Like, it would have been, I feel like, so easy to make a special night for her out of her birthday. And he fucked up so royally.
2: It was crazy. He really did. And, like, yeah, that I was thinking you just had the best idea, like a true Lindsay slam dunk birthday celebration. But like why he didn't get the rest of the house involved and turn it into like a thing. And I think that especially would have been a great solve for everyone having the worst day ever. Like at least they would have had that kind of fun party to look to that night to kind of of take their minds off of everything that Carl was going through and just like decompress and like celebrate Lindsay. And instead it was just like cold fish and chips.
0: I think it was Danielle who was like Lindsay wants her birthday to be this thing everybody's talking about like blah blah blah. So like the clues were all over the place to like make it into something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think you could have done that in quarantine and it could have been cute and it could have been really fun and and, and formal and there could have been a surprise Italian, element.
2: They should have done an oh. Italian birthday and then he could have given her the painting of her in Stop. Italy which she oh would have loved. That and like they could have pasta and wine, and it would be like a chow, so like cute. celebration. And all, or not even pasta, you just have like a uh, meat and cheese plate. What, like yeah.
0: Like you could, it would have been so easy to give her a fun birthday. And the mm-hmm. ways in which he did not, I just, yeah, it's even. shocking.
2: Yeah. And I had the same reaction. Like at first, I was like, okay, like maybe she's being rude. And then I was like, well, this is like, the French fry, those French fries, fish and French chips. Fries. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. and her going fish and chips, yum. Oh yeah, she goes. <laughs> oh,
0: you got us clods. <laughs> I
2: mean, she's not great at like com- like she's being pretty passive aggressive, and then just transitions totally. into like brutally aggressive. But good so for I felt her. And, Whatever. But, yeah, like he needed to get a little talking to. He did. Uh-huh. Lindsay is getting lots of birthday calls. I just love her being like <laughs> her put upon being, like oh. yeah, her put upon birthday. And then Hannah is ignoring Amanda, like won't even acknowledge her and doing that thing where you like make jokes with another person in front of the person that you like hate, which so I've annoying. definitely done. Me too, but, but it's so <laughs> annoying. It's bad. It comes off bad. No one looks good when when you're being filmed and then other strangers are watching you on TV. It's not the move
0: do you know what b-i-t-c-h is as a song i've never heard that before do you remember when hannah was like yeah i was pooping i had that stuck in my head i was like i don't know i don't know what song that is but it seems like whatever i was just curious i don't
2: know no i don't actually maybe i have but i can't remember off the top of my head what shocked me is that Luke's flower delivery, Like the flowers he got for Lindsay and Sierra are nicer than the flowers that Strabby got for Lindsay, which I'm like, that should actually not happen. Red flag. Red Huge flag. red flag upon the rewatch.
0: And he got but- one for Lindsay and for Sierra, which like, I mean, mm-hmm. say what you will about it. But it's like, yeah, I thought it was funny that the two flower arrangements showed up at the same time. And it's like, oh, okay,
2: Luke. Mm-hmm yeah this
0: is this is what you do huh
2: this is your okay. strategy mm-hmm. okay. some flowers put in the mason jar okay
0: for your female friend and for this female that you're trying to like sort of Impress. woo. Huh.
2: yeah okay. interesting um i think it's kind of it's cool that the cast is transparent about like addiction and their families because a lot of them have totally. like family members of addiction and it's like i think a, many people in the world experience that same thing like i definitely do and like same i was just like wow i love like i loved it too i, I
0: when dan i think what danielle says that her dad died mm-hmm. from addiction i think or so i had no i mean i had no idea i mean also because mm-hmm. i don't really know anything about danielle but I, um, she keeps it close to the best. Keeps, but God bless she her. She's essential. She doesn't do a lot of talking. Um, but <laughs> I thought it was nice to hear that. I thought it was annoying when Luke was like, Yeah, my family has some addiction. I was like, You're lying. He might not have been lying, but for some reason, coming out of Luke's mouth, I was like, Okay, Luke. You're like, Fuck um, you. Shut up. But I did think it was so nice to hear people respectively talking about it and to hear Carl talk about it in this way where he's going through this whole journey with his own sobriety was so interesting to me. And I think that any, you know, I think any story about addiction is important. And I think that anybody telling those stories is important because like you said, I think it's more common than not. And people treat it like it's this really, ostracizing unique experience that kind of that not everybody has or even realizes mm-hmm. they have some or it's connection like a secret to. yeah and i i i think that you know it was sad to watch but i appreciated the amount of time they were spending with carl kind of talking about it and how he talked about his brother and the memories with his brother and his brother's life and yeah i i uh, it was really sad but It's the reality for a lot of people. And I think that any opportunity, addiction is so complex, sobriety is so complex. And I think that any opportunity to share something like that so that someone watching might think of their own lives differently or their families differently, I think is a really good thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'd be willing to bet that most people in that good old summer house have experiences with it. And
2: yeah, I don't know. Totally, um, Lindsay changes into the most insane dress <laughs> I've ever seen God. in my life. That tr- is an outfit that only Lindsay could wear. I wrote Lindsay's tits. That's, that's like all not even. That's like not even a, a dress. Like who makes that dress? It, I don't know if that dress is meant to even be worn like that, or if it's the kind of dress that you wear with like a a tank, like a white tank top underneath, or like an exposed bra underneath, <laughs> and the or like a swimsuit. Like I'm just like right. I, need to I know couldn't more about, make
0: heads or tails of that dress. It was conf- like, confusing.
2: She, like, I guess Lindsay would go out to the club sure. in this dress, like, I think and she I would. love that for her. I think she couldn't. I think she should totally. And, but I also have never in my I've never seen anything quite like it
0: no and I watched again I watched it twice and I still couldn't wrap my mind around and like her boobs are so big that there's so much empty space between like the panel of fabric and her rib cage so it wasn't so much that it was see-through that it was like
2: it was like you're not you're <laughs> topless just like not were, a dress yeah it was kind of like <laughs> um not an outfit yeah, it's kind of like a jumpsuit or like over, like a gauzy pair of overalls with a low waist. Yes, but with a skirt. But with a skirt. That and I love too that she continually, over the course of wearing this dress, will pull the skirt over one butt cheek and kind of like <laughs> tuck it into a butt cheek, and then like sit. And I don't. I, this she does whatever she wants in this dress, and I love it. I just am like, how. It's a lot. It's
0: very, um, it's very, it's very strange. And I, and she looked great, but she also didn't look like she was wearing anything like I'd ever seen before in my life.
2: Yeah, it was a unique i'd love once to know in where life, she got it was a it. once in a lifetime outfit
0: once it was a once in a lifetime outfit because she kind of thought she was like maybe getting engaged i guess she was it was
2: probably was like is that what you want to get like engaged might in? be like
0: what Lindsay you, wants to get engaged yeah in, not like your personally. engagement
2: photos are like you <laughs> with your just your tits out it kind out. of reminded me of like lil kim's like VMAs look that one year or was it VMAs yes. or movie awards? Yeah. It was I think like it
0: was the VMAs. Yeah.
2: The level of tit exposure. Staggering. Yeah.
0: Staggering. But also it defies, it's like what you were saying about her, like kind of fashioning it around her body. Like it defies that rule of like, if you're going to wear something that's revealing on top, you want it to be longer on the bottom or more conservative on the bottom. And if you're going to wear something more revealing on the bottom, you want to cover up up top. And this was just like so little fabric on top and bottom but also felt formal and not like it was just a cover up but could only function as a cover up and not really a dress mhm too formal for a club i can i can't make heads or tails i really can't
2: i really want her to go to like be invited to like a white house state dinner <laughs> and wear that dress, like I would, love I need her like in like very formal like black tie environments in that next dress. to
0: Joe Biden.
2: Yes, <laughs> Pictures with the Biden family, no
0: jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I need as well.
2: Kamala's there; she loves the dress as every the dress. She loves it. Hit. Kamala
0: yeah. would never wear it herself, but she admires yeah. it, and she maybe can't stop. Like she brings it up to Lindsay a lot. Like mm-hmm. she kind of can't stop talking about it in a way that maybe makes Lindsay feel like a little bit personally attacked. And then maybe she kind of tries to like get in a little bit of argument with Kamala about it.
2: Yeah. And I think also if the Obamas were there, Mm -hmm. Michelle would really like the dress and just ask Lindsay, like, Mm -hmm. where did she get that? I would love to wear that. Cause I could see Michelle Obama in a similar outfit. Totally, Yes. What
0: I'm saying is I can see Lindsay meshing with Michelle and maybe getting into more of an argument with Kamala is really what I'm getting at. I want
2: to see... I also, I would love to just try this dress on myself just to Same. see like, what it feels like to wear that. Kind I of would have
0: outfit. to immediately take it off because it would be so upsetting to see on my body. I think I, 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 I listen. I love my body. It does wonderful things for me, but I, I can't imagine putting that dress on and being like, yeah,
2: this is it. This is the one my birthday look.
0: No, I can't. <laughs>
2: Amanda goes to talk to Hannah and things really like fall apart in this conversation as well. And like, what's so confusing to me about the conversation that they have is that Hannah goes, she jumps to a place of we aren't friends and I'm so over this toxic relationship. And I was like, wait, what? Like, how did you get to this place of all places?
0: It was so hard to watch this both times that I watched it because First of all, it's like, I, yeah, I guess technically they both probably have things to apologize for. Like, even though I don't feel like Amanda was really throwing that, what seemed to be a plastic cup at Hannah with an attempt to hurt her. Like, I didn't feel like it was like a, um, it it wasn't like a, when, um, Ramona, do you remember on Roni when Ramona like threw that champagne glass at Kristen Takeman
2: yeah and it wasn't like jen on salt lake city throwing no her it glasses, was totally different so like was actually a glass in which both was literally a glass yeah which yeah. was literal glasses yeah so i this was I, a plastic cup filled with rosé
0: but i can still understand th- it's still a little physical and a little intense and definitely something you should apologize for and i hannah also needed to apologize for saying that thing about their relationship. And maybe again, I think something else that we might've missed because it seemed to get more heated. And I can't imagine it getting so heated if she was just saying something, whatever. But I do feel like they both needed to apologize, but the energy going in was like, I think Amanda was so ready to apologize. If Hannah also apologized to her Mm -hmm. and Hannah went in, not thinking that she did anything. Worth apologizing for, which is ridiculous, and I think that it's really hard for me to wrap my mind around. Like, I, I feel like with Hannah, because she's like she. I think she. I'm 29. I'm about to turn 30. I think Hannah's like exactly my age, and there's something that like if I got in a fight with my friend at this point, that was like. I mean, I can't. I can't really imagine getting into a fight like that with my friend, but if yeah. I did. And my friend took it so quickly, exactly, to a place of we're not friends. I don't like you. You don't like me. I've had enough of this toxic friendship. Words matter a lot to me and maybe they don't to other people. But like if someone who was my friend said those words to me so easily over something like that, I would never talk to that person again. And maybe that's me being like intense about it, but like if it's that easy for you to look me in the eye and say, we're not friends, you're toxic, our relationship is toxic based on fucking nothing. Those are really intense words to use. And I would never say that to somebody if I didn't really fucking mean it and I hadn't really thought about what I thought about this relationship. And it really bummed me out to see Hannah default so quickly to speaking that way because I thought it was so offensive and inappropriate and upsetting and
3: and immature she, and so like,
0: fucking immature it's like she also on reddit i've <laughs> seen a lot of stuff where she posts like she'll I, I think she like referred to luke as being like an abuser and like toxic and like a narcissist and all of this stuff and i think that people use a lot of this therapy language now colloquially in a way that villainizes and demonizes other people just because you feel personally affronted by them Mm -hmm. and it takes the meaning out of the words it's like how people say gaslighting about fucking anything now and people will say someone has narcissistic personality and all this shit and like Luke fucking sucks but I don't I personally don't think he has like narcissistic personality disorder I think he's just like a hot guy who's gotten away with a lot of bullshit yeah I don't hot think guy that a bad he's bad personality I think their relationship probably was pretty toxic but I don't think Luke is like a horribly toxic person and if you're calling Amanda toxic and saying that your relationship with Amanda is toxic you're out of your fucking mind yeah and and it's though though if again if someone that was my friend said that to me about me I would be really fucking hurt it would show me something about them that maybe I didn't know and I feel like I would have to walk away from that relationship I thought it was so upsetting the way that Hannah was talking to her and
2: I thought so too I would be like I need a total break from this relationship and like you're the toxic one and you've shown yourself in this whole exactly and like now I know and it so. was so
0: like, well, well, you don't like me. I don't like you. Whatever. I, 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 I just like you. I literally wrote Hannah is so immature. Like yeah. it was so gross to me. And I don't, I would never tolerate any of my friends talking to me that way. I would hope that any of the readers listening, if any of your friends ever talk to you that way, that is not a friend. That no. is not a kind, empathetic person. That's not appropriate. And again, this was hard for me because, as you know, I have loved Hannah. <laughs> but Hannah watching Stan, her yeah, and she was
2: wearing really cute earrings in this scene, too. She looked amazing. And she I really appreciated really good. her winged eyeliner was great. It looked great. But, but I was that like, being said. Get a grip, girl. Like, she needs someone to come and, like, shake her and, like, set her straight. Yeah, and like, be like, I feel like, stop it. Yeah. Stop
0: all this bullshit. You don't need to be doing this. It's so... It's like you feel like you need to get people on your side, but you already had people on your side without being this kind of person that you're being and and victimizing yourself in all of these relationships that you have played a part in. And in any relationship, generally speaking, unless someone has done something really horrible to you, if you think that the other person is the only person being toxic, being shitty, whose fault it is that things have gone left, like you need to take a good look at that because generally speaking, that's not
2: how relationships work. Yeah, it takes two to tango.
0: Yeah, it it was fucked. And I again, Amanda was making that really sad crying face that she makes and I felt really sad for her.
2: Mm-hmm, and like I felt, I was just like, where do you go from here? And I'm shocked, like I'm totally. now watching-wise caught up with where the season is at, but I'm like shocked that Hannah it seems like maybe she's turning it around but again i'm just like but I don't even, know. didn't amanda crazier. have
0: to be the one to go to hannah and be like let's drop this, this yeah is ridiculous. she had That's to crazy. like apologize
2: and then like and, and then hannah had to get into a fight with kyle where she literally then flipped oh like could yeah like flipped out again about nothing or like a totally. perceived Thing yeah. that he said, which I'm like, what is going on with you? Like, are you on that drugs? That was crazy. That was crazy. But like, that don't, don't was... talk about my dad. Don't you,
0: was after like, she literally don't... brought up her dad, I was like, you yeah. brought up your
2: I'd be like, dad. I don't trust you. Like, you need mental health. So,
0: right oh, wait, okay. So, interestingly, I watched watch What Happens Live after that episode,
2: mm-hmm. and Hannah was, was on, on,
0: and Hannah okay, was on good. with, I want to say, like Shep or something. And Andy and Shep were going hard on her, like really being like, hmm. And she was very like, she kind of owned up to it and was like, yeah, that was ridiculous. I was trying to have this like iconic Teresa Judice, like you don't talk about my family moment. And it just totally failed. So I'm like, right, you're producing yourself and you're doing a bad job. And you're aware that you're producing yourself. But are you aware that you're doing a bad job? Because it didn't land, like, an iconic Teresa Judice moment no, at all. No, you
2: have to actually have the conflict in order to be right. able to, like, react to the conflict. But if, and like, she's
0: trying you're to make us think that she conflict, has all this conflict, but, like, we're, like, we're watching. You don't have all this conflict. No, So like, like, you're an asshole. And right, you're, you're just being an asshole, and you have to own the fact that you're being an asshole. So it was interesting on Watch What Happens Live because she kind of did... And it's I'll be interested to see the reunion because it seems like she's having some moment, some aha moment of like, oh, I tried to be this kind of person and it didn't work out. And I'm kind of embarrassed because everyone could see it. But it's
2: deeply embarrassing.
0: Deeply embarrassing. And she's like, you know, fancies herself as comedian. And then in the fucking talking head, she like quotes Zoolander. She's like, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. And I was like, honey. We have, to move past
2: <laughs> we have to move past Crazy, crazy Pills it's discourse. Really like, yeah, it's, we have it's to move past. It's easy to go to if you're it's like. so a, easy. But like, let's elevate it. And, and
0: I love Zoolander as much as The Next Gal. It. I think it's one of the yeah. funniest movies ever. But like, we cannot say, I feel like I'm taking Crazy Pills while we are also fostering ourselves as a comedian. We just can't. Mm -mm. we have to do better and that's just a note to all of us we (laughs) have to do
2: better we just do we do we do luke's luke asked sierra another cringe moment is he asked sierra to talk and hannah thinks that he's talking to her
0: i thought i was gonna
2: my like uterus my face is like getting like i'm on the bachelor i feel like i'm on the bachelor and he goes oh no sierra and she was like oh she played it off pretty well because i would have been like she did i would have like looked directly at the camera like i would have thrown I myself
0: <laughs> over that like timeout. time,
2: out. Uh, I been like, time out you're gonna have to cut Jane.
0: That. cut that cut um i also for after when they're all listening to the hannah and amanda thing at one point kaya looks at sierra and goes i wouldn't trust hannah with a 10-foot
2: pole <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and he kind of tries to do that thing to Sierra that you were describing, <laughs> exactly, like being like yeah. she's taking advantage of you, like blah blah blah. And I like that Sierra is like you're like I'm new to this house. That's kind of an insult to me. Yeah, totally. And like, I'm Let just me gonna figure make it up out my for
0: myself. Mind. Like, yeah, I, whatever. Everyone's involved with their own shit, whatever. But I wouldn't trust her. Hannah with a ten foot pole was very funny to me, <laughs> me because he said it really sincerely.
2: <laughs> yeah. He's like so manipulative. I just like I how heated Hannah he gets with about her. Hole. I know,
0: me too.
2: <laughs> um, but so Luke and Sierra go and talk on yes. the porch, and this made me so Oof. happy to see her just shut Luke down. Like, and I believe it's probably like the first time he's ever been rejected in his oh. life. Oh, because you can tell by rage... looking
0: at his face, he can't believe it.
2: The rage simmering underneath, like, is palpable. Like, he can't believe that, you're you're right, he can't believe that it's happening.
0: He can't believe it, and you can see him being like, but I brought her into the house, I'm the reason she's on this show. This whole thing was supposed to be a love triangle between me and Hannah and Sierra. He's also so fucking stupid of, like, this egotistical thing of, like, being basically like, yeah, I thought I could come in and like be with Sierra and be friends with Hannah and everything would be okay. And I'm like, okay, so you don't live on this planet. like, so you literally are not present in your interactions whatsoever, which makes me feel like, of course, it can't be conscious that he's so manipulative and weird because I think it just comes from this place of like, he even says at one point, he's like, I've always chased girls. I've never had to work that hard. And I'm like, it actually should be hard work if you actually want like a relationship with a woman that is meaningful or even not like it, you should actually put work into that because it's disrespectful when all of these other women are clearly putting work into thinking about and feeling through and all of this stuff. And you're just fucking bouncing around like this, like bullshit, not real, like Bonnie, Vera, Lothario, whatever the jewelry designer slash hockey coach, like he clearly cannot, he could not believe that a woman would ever just want to be his friend
2: yeah and not be down to like hook up immediately like date him or just take the loss like when if he I don't even think that he necessarily has to tell women that he's like not into them really I think it's like I don't they not fade out eventually or like exactly. he just loses interest and then the, the whole thing fades out and then it's like fine like he doesn't come into contact with much relationship conflict so it seems
0: no he doesn't consciously engage in these relationships which is very clear of what happened with Hannah where it was all about oh I'm still hung up on my ex I don't want to be your girl I don't want to whatever and then taking this like wounded place of like I thought we could just be friends and it's like this really passive way of giving up any agency in your relationships so that it's always kind of the other person's fault if things are misconstrued or if things go badly or the thing that people like Jax do where like, I think it was Stasi who was like, Jax has never broken up with a girlfriend. Yeah. Because it That's allows you to maybe quote, never be the bad guy or like never hurt anybody's feelings, even though you've obviously hurt people's feelings and been manipulative and shady. But if you get to say like, well, I'm not the one who ended it, then somehow you feel like you're doing someone a service or whatever. I don't know. It's so weird. I just think he's so shitty and I loved watching sierra just be like, "Nope, I've seen enough." Like,
2: yeah, I'm good. The, the, her going, that was a really sweet gesture. That was so sweet. <laughs> over and over, I was like, "Oh my it's god, this so is incredible." Sweet. I love it. If a also, woman tells you that, that's so you have, sweet. She is not interested. It's that is so good. Good. that was so sweet. It was a really I can... really appreciated the gesture. If and she says anything you've done is a gesture, she calls a gesture. anything. Yeah. A gesture is you, if she uses that <laughs> word to you, it's, it's, You're toast. it's done. Yeah. You're toast.
0: And you can tell too, cause she said something even where it's like, she was like, yeah, maybe I don't want to date you, but like, I still fuck with you. I'm still friends with you. Like, I still love you to death. And I was like, man, Luke has all these relationships with these women where he's telling them he loves them in this way that, Sounds really romantic, but then he backs off and says it's platonic. And now she's kind of doing it to him, where she's really using karmic. this flowery language, but saying I don't want anything to do with you romantically. And he does not know how to take his own shit used against him. And it was so nice mm-hmm. I just love. Yeah, and it. he's
2: filled with rage. And then I was like, he is a scary, scary guy. And like scary that guy. is the thing. Like guys some guys say they're a good guy like good guy from minnesota like midwestern like a sweetie and i'm like no i saw the look in your eyes when she said that i was like you gotta watch out for this man
0: i saw the look i saw his hat i saw lots of things she got like more tensed
2: up yeah and i was like hunched mm -mm. and like kind
0: of turned he is a fucking no he's a no. no stay away
2: um, my skin was crawling at Stravi and Lindsay's romantic dinner that he planned for a week. There was no sw- silverware.
0: There was no silverware.
2: Which you can't do that to my sweet Lindsay.
0: I think it, Paige or Sierra were talking about it in their talking head. And they were like, you work in hospitality. Like, how would you not? And that came Paige. really soon or after. He was like, oh, no silverware. I was like, that seems like a base level, setting yeah, like the table. setting the table. Just like
3: setting the
2: table. Just being like, we, the table is now set for us to eat. Plan uh, for a week. That doesn't sound like week-long so planning bad. to me.
0: No, he was so into this, like, I've planned this all week. Again, show me, show me the minutes. Show yeah. me every moment that you spent this week trying to get this to happen, because this couldn't have taken more than 20 minutes. Mm-mm. It couldn't have.
2: And that's when Lindsay goes. I appreciate this dinner. It was beautiful, fish and chips. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "You're done. This relationship is officially over." And then her she torches it from was there. So <laughs> incredible! It just this, like, and her face too. When he comes to get, even from the moment I think from he the gives moment her he comes flowers, in the room, she is done. Over. She's she over knows. it. Yeah, she knows.
0: She knows it's nothing. She knows whatever mm-hmm. it is is going to be nothing. And um, Cause well, because he comes in seen, and he's
2: like. Had she seen the flowers from Luke already? I, maybe,
0: but I know that he comes in and he basically says like, I set up a nice little outdoor dining situation for us. And she goes, oh. Mm, oh. <laughs> She's
2: like, should I, also, I wear this? Like, like, could I wear this? Also, she needed him to be like more dressed up i mean if she's bringing he was dressed that like he gown was, he's been wearing he was the same so casual yeah
0: he was so casual and to not even walk in and be like damn you look incredible to not even give her that very basic like
3: yeah to affirmation like of like
0: immediately motorboat so fucking hot it's pretty yeah. yeah like that in and of itself is already strike one i feel like for lindsay mm-hmm. and then to just be like, yeah, I set up an outdoor dining experience. Uh, what do you feel about the painting? Um, Quote
2: painting. I think it's cute. I personally would not want that. <laughs> like I would never no- I would not want to be gifted that by anyone. I mean maybe if I had an office, I might put it in like an office or with like funny or kitschy stuff that just reminds me of the past or like past sure. experiences. But I wouldn't put it in my bedroom. I wouldn't put it like in a living room. I'd, it, that's like a media room, office. Like, hallway. Hallway. Mm, hallway is a stretch. Kids playroom. Like <laughs> it just. <laughs> Kids play. <playroom. laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want like funny art about myself. But the, I would but love a painting problem... by an artist of me. Like I would, I would yes. love that. I would love to sit for a portrait. But yeah, I don't want you to, like, go on whatever website you went on that you upload a JPEG and it spits this, like, <laughs> fake painting on, like, a one of those canvas things out. Like, I'm not down. I don't I want too I, too,
0: would that. never want that in a million years, at least if you're going to do something like that. At least make it, like, a funny thing. Yeah. Like, either a funny picture of me or a funny painting that doesn't exist off of a photograph that already exists like at least make it something silly like so a it joke seem...
2: between us. yes
0: because it's so earnest but in a really misguided way that's not it's not even the same thing as like why don't you just get that photograph printed out really nicely and get it framed? It was a pretty picture yeah. of the two of them. Like, just get a nice print of that photograph and get it framed. And then it's this, like, sweet, you know, it's whatever. Art. But like, That seems
2: more art to me than, like... Exactly.
0: A, to canvas. go on to, like, The canvas Etsy element of
2: it is the worst
0: part. Really upsetting. It looked like mm-hmm. I could have punched through
2: it with Printing something out on a canvas is truly the lower depths of hell.
0: And I feel like... I, I just i can't imagine a world where that that's like you look at fucking etsy and you send someone a picture and they send you the painting copy of the picture and yeah, you didn't put an any etsy thought into energy. it whatsoever you commissioned it to somebody else it's not like Stravi's like a painter and he painted it himself no so it's so low effort it's not rewarding it's so, I wanted to think it was nice, but once again, it was just, like, not personally something that I would be able to tolerate as a birthday present. And it's not romantic. It's not That's romantic at not a romantic all. gift. No, not at all. Again, he Men didn't do mean it. Men you to
2: know, in these situations, it's jewelry. Like, you just got to do, like, a it's jewel of some sort. It's something. Expensive. jewelry. Expensive something expensive and then like and then also a paint a picture as a joke or an inside joke that's important to you too is like if you want to take it the extra mile you can do that but that can't be the only gift
0: it's something that you need uh, a note to all partnered people and not partnered people if you ever end up partnered like my husband does this thing that I accidentally caught him doing which is really smart He has a note on his computer and anytime I casually bring up something that I want, it's called Alan gift ideas. And he just keeps track of all of the things. I don't even know that he knows that I've seen this, but he will now of like things that I've said that I wanted genius, which is brilliant as like, cause whatever fucking holiday birthday is going to roll around and you're going to say, Oh fuck. I have no idea what to get. This person solves that problem. And it's a very nice way to be like, I listened to you. Yeah. Because you might've forgotten that you said you wanted this jacket or this thing or whatever. But then when they buy it for you, you're like, Oh my God,
2: I did yeah, want this. I, and I totally forgot. I really forgot. wanted.
0: I only want a gift that's something I know I really want or I'm going to get yeah. used out of. I don't want extra superfluous bullshit stuff. I just don't, I don't want that.
2: No. And I would rather have like, if if I was partnered up with someone that does not have the wherewithal to make the note, the sticky note on their computer uh-huh. of my list of wants, which, like, fucking congratulations to you. You've married you. a great person it's, because it, it's that nice. is. It's very hard. I'm also on Lindsay. It's also, like, I can't congratulate you for just doing the bare minimum in a relationship because that, to me, seems like the bare minimum. And I'm always mentally making notes of what people want mm-hmm. because that's important to me. And it's I love thoughtful. to express. Yeah, my appreciation for them in the form of gifts, and then totally. I would think, what do they want? But like, I would rather even just have like a boyfriend or girlfriend refer to like my Amazon wish list or like a uh, Net-a-Porter wish list, that's and just all I want know that that there anything that's on there is something I'll that love I it. want. I don't. I'll want be you to so go, happy. Yeah, no, don't, don't go surprise outside. me. If you don't feel don't confident.
0: Surprise me. Yeah,
2: if you don't feel I don't confident want that you can nail it. Yeah, then don't do please it Please refer to the list or the words that come out of my mouth,
0: please, because it doesn't yeah. do me any favors to receive more shit that's just going to sit around my house. Yeah, that I feel guilty telling you I don't like because you got it for me as a gift. Like that doesn't feel good. So just get me something you know that I'm going to want.
2: Mm-hmm. I not Our that d- hard. I would actually in those situations just rather not get anything at all than get something that I feel like you just don't know me. Because then it turns into like, wow, you don't know me at all and like I'm like insignificant to you. Like I can go (laughs) down. I will go down a hubcap spiral (laughs) of being like
0: this. Give me the gift of not giving me more bullshit. Mm -hmm. Give me the gift of not adding clutter to my fucking house. Yeah. That's a gift.
2: Don't give me that Positano poster <laughs> on a canvas. Don't do it.
3: <laughs> it was so bad.
2: It was terrible. It was so bad. But Lindsay really needs like an older. She needs like an totally. older rich guy to see her. She needs her someone feet. who's
0: about twenty years older than her who has a lot of money.
2: Yeah, um, and who's been through maybe maybe a couple marriages and like knows by now like yeah what the deal is and it works like clockwork like kind of like a mr big type of character totally
0: is gonna be happy to give her a baby at some point like Mm -hmm. she just needs someone and it's interesting because she's so clear on what she wants and what and like that she wants all of these qualities but she doesn't seem to understand that the people she goes for give her no reason to think that they actually have these qualities and a little bit with Stravity Stravi, she was talking about like how in the beginning he was really wooing her and doing all these things for her and then it stopped once they like started dating so maybe that was what she thought she was getting with him yeah. um but she, it's totally okay to want all of these things and to want to be treated a certain way and be wooed and have that expressed in a certain way and I think it's great that she knows that and doesn't want to settle for it but that also is going to go against this timeline that she seems to she seems to have written down in her notebook if she's going to be really specific about wanting that and so I don't think that she was being unreasonable with Stravi at all especially when she's been so clear to him about what it is that she wants. But I do think that she either needs to be less rigid about her timeline or less rigid about what she will and won't accept. Because those two things being so rigid are going to make it really hard for her to get what she wants. And I don't think it has to Agree. be hard to get what she wants.
2: It doesn't. I think that she's she beautiful. really needs. She's beautiful. She's like she's got smart. a great job. She's got a job.
0: Like what? Yeah. Wouldn't she's like be a
2: self, self-made woman, if you will. Totally. I think she needs to abolish the timeline. I think she needs to freeze her eggs and Mm -hmm. then let the timeline go and then just continue to date. And then eventually she will be in a position to have a kid if that's what she wants to do. And it doesn't have to necessarily be a conventional path to Mm -hmm. like childbearing. But like take that pressure off yourself because it's like fucking you up.
0: She's really stuck on this sort of conventional way of doing things while also wanting something that at this point is not, does not line up with the conventional stuff that she wants. Yeah. So it's like, because the reality is, it's like, you know, of course, I mean, women, female bodied people can have children kind of with access at many different points in life. Like, mm-hmm. it, motherhood is something that, for someone like Lindsay can be attainable to her down the line. Like as much as I know she's feeling the pressure of like being in her mid thirties, like the reality is she can have a kid in 10 years if she wants, like if that's yeah. really what she wants. But it, it kind of reminds me of like, um of Tinsley who I feel like her whole thing was like, she didn't know whether she wanted a kid without a husband. And then she didn't really even know if she would want to have, sometimes she seemed like she really wanted a kid and didn't care about having a husband. But then she seemed like she only wanted a kid if she had a husband. And she was kind of all over the place about exactly what it is. She wasn't sure what she wanted. And it's almost yeah. like Lindsay says she's so sure about what she wants, but maybe mm. she's actually not so sure about what she wants. And she's afraid to confront the fact that maybe she's not exactly sure about what she wants.
2: Yeah, I think you're right on the money there. I think she and I think a lot of the fight that she had with Stravi in the fallout of this dinner, and I think a big part of their relationship and her problems in this relationship is that she doesn't know what she wants, but totally. she does know that she doesn't want this. She but knows what feels, she does. Yeah. Like feels like, Oh, I've put so much time in yeah. like, if then I will have to like, I just need to keep it going, which right. if you felt like you if you feel like that in a relationship, you should not stay in that relationship.
0: No, if you feel like the only thing that's keeping you there is the time you've invested, then that's a sign that you got to get out because clearly yeah. you're just suppressing the voice that says this isn't
2: working for me anymore. We've Um, seen that on Vanderpump Rules time after time. We've seen it. Let them be a lesson to you. We've seen that in
0: just about every relationship on Vanderpump Rules and Mm -hmm. see how that's worked out for all of these people. Yeah. That's so great.
2: So Stravi decides to leave and like, also, I just, I mean, I think. Lindsay has a lot of valid points. I think Stravi also is like, I think that he needs to be with someone that isn't as high maintenance and doesn't Absolutely. require as much as Lindsay requires in a relationship. No. So I feel for him because I do think in his mind he is trying and mm-hmm. like it and it would suck to be in his shoes where you're just getting like fucking <laughs> no shut shit. down. Yeah. Um and I love to and I do think that Lindsay gets, like, probably pretty crazed in relationships. Like, Kyle's, like, I've seen her, like, torch relationship after relationship. Mm-hmm. So this is, like, a pattern of hers. But I like, like, Lindsay. I enjoy her torching a relationship. Same. It truly is, like... One second, she's like, then he can leave. He can fucking leave. I don't care. I don't give a shit. He, goodbye. Like, he's left. And then the second he leaves, she's like, I cannot believe that he left. You left. And it's like, that (laughs) is such satisfying, like, because I think I've been that person too, where it's, I've been, like, a crazy, like, babe in a relationship. And I just, like, so deeply relate to that. And I think that's something that a lot of women do and I just love the representation. <laughs> I so um,
0: relate to. I dare you to do a shitty thing, and then mm-hmm. when you do it, how dare you I do that shitty fucking thing?
3: Believe
0: you're you a did that. Pe- like I relate to that big time. Mm-hmm. Of like, I'm essentially gonna trick you into thinking it's okay with me to do this shitty thing to see if you'll do it, and mm-hmm. then when you do it, because I've essentially given you permission to do it. I will say, well, that's it. You did that shitty thing. You can go fuck yourself, which is like so crazy. But it's also like, I do think there is some, not in being so manipulative about it, but I do think there's some value uh, in the discernment of like, oh, you want to do this shitty thing? Okay, do it. Show me who you are. You want to mm-hmm. leave on my birthday? Fine, do it. Yeah. Go ahead. Like, if that's really what you want to do, then you need to do that so I can see that that is the kind of person that you
3: are.
2: Yeah. And then I will note it. And then I will break up with you using corporate lingo <laughs> in just a couple <laughs> of episodes from now. In, in
0: one <laughs> short episode, I will view your PowerPoint.
2: I will make you do a A PowerPoint?
3: <laughs> of our relationship
2: and then i will use corporate speak to end things
3: i like
0: kind of loved the powerpoint i know that's another episode but i was kind of into it
2: yeah i think i wasn't mad at it but i was also like there's a lot of information here i feel like you could be a little more specific
0: for sure and it was also like what i can do what Lindsay can do and if i saw what alan can do on that powerpoint i'd be like um no
2: no yeah I, I think, think I would the like theme to of see. The this
0: PowerPoint should be you,
2: what you can do. What you this can do. You themed it's a you-themed PowerPoint, Yeah, I would think I would like to just see to know what they, what their perception is. Yeah. But then I would, I would have like a counter. I would have like a line by line noting totally. of what they think that I could do. Right. And actually, probably take those things and drag them over to the what they could do pile.
0: Right. Like, Mm -hmm. I I could be into that.
2: Yeah. Or I would then go underneath and bullet points and list how I have actually done all those things.
0: And And you can go fuck "fuck yourself because you didn't
2: realize that. And how dare you (laughs)
0: ask me to do something that I've already been doing. Maybe if you really loved me, you would pay attention to me.
2: Mm hmm. If you get to a place of PowerPoint in your relationship it's like, and you're <laughs> not like PowerPoint. Yeah. And you're not like married with the children and like <laughs> deeply invested in the relationship. You probably like should not be together if you're like no. dating oh, totally. relationship requires a PowerPoint. Your
0: year long relationship. Requires your year
2: long relationship. You're now at a nah. you've brought it to like a place of PowerPoint. It ain't going to no, work out. It's not going to work.
0: <laughs> um, I also hated that all of the boys like helped Stravi pack. I was like, ew, are you all like team Strabby? Wouldn't
2: we? I know I was so weirded mad out about that, that Kyle would help him.
0: Yeah, but that's I'm like Kyle,
2: now. you're I mean, Kyle's just like a team player, so I feel like anyone does <laughs> anything, true. Kyle's gonna be on board. Because the
0: second he left, I feel like in the beginning of the next episode, he's like totally Team Lindsay. <laughs> and you're like, what? yeah.
2: <laughs> But Kyle cries he helps Strabby back, and then he's just like god it's the worst day of just all so time s- yeah in the beginning so of the next episode he like comes to Amanda and is like weeping because of everything <laughs> that's went down but then the the really the kicker the straw that broke the camel's back is that Strabby left the house that
0: left. he packed up his uber and left and it's like why is that that's what like Ruined your day. Kyle loves
2: people all in the house together. Kyle's like so invested in like. He needs
0: togetherness.
2: Everyone being in the house together. He needs
0: unity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's really sad. At one
2: point, he mutters to himself kind of oh, He goes, I want my mom. Oh,
3: Kyle.
0: (laughs) Excuse me? You need your mom for this situation? I don't think your mom's going to
2: help. He can't take it.
0: Lay your little head on Amanda's sweet, sweet bosom. That'll Mm -hmm. make you feel better. Make me feel better. Yeah,
2: it actually will. Yeah. For sure. God, we got really comprehensive. And I love that there's just everything that Lindsay does. I'm just a diehard fanatic. Like she just brings, she brings so, so much. She brings a lot to the table. I believe that she will find, I know that she'll find love. I know
0: that she will, and I think it's going to take some surrender in some areas of her life. But if she's willing to do that, then I think she will be very, very happy someday. But it's definitely yeah. not with Stravi.
2: No, Stravi is not the one. It's not with Stravi. <laughs> Sorry, Strabi. babe.
0: Sorry, Stravi.
2: <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me talking housewives, talking summer house, talking winter house. You're such a delight. Tell everyone where they can find you should so, they want to find you. You don't have social media. So. I don't
0: have social media, so you can't really find me you. on social media. I do have a lot of email addresses. Um, I have, I feel like it's important to tell the public that way before Hilaria Baldwin's scandal broke, <laughs> I had, um I had gotten the email um, Hilaria Baldwin claps back at gmail.com. com um, No. I also have um, bowls of cigarettes at gmail.com as an ode to Mary Kate's wedding to yeah. um, Mr. Sarkozy. I also have um, Satan loves confusion, which is a Vicki Gunvalson quote at gmail.com. So if anyone oh. wants to send me an email,
2: <laughs> you have the best emails ever. Like you could sell for those whatever emails.
0: reason. It, it, that's like my creative outlet. Um, so hey. if anyone wants to send me an email, I would love to read an email. I'll definitely read the read all the um all the comments when I listen to this on Patreon. So please don't say anything like too mean. No, the um, Patreon
2: community is chill.
0: Yeah. So hopefully that'll be nice. So you really can't find me, but if you want to send me an email, please send me an email. Um and um hopefully you can find me now that I have gotten my first COVID shot soon at Dorit's Buca De Beppo venture. Because I feel like that has to be stop number one. And I am so fucking ready to go. I can't even tell you.
2: Yeah, me too. And I am astral projecting to the Dorit room at Buga de Beppo (laughs) with, and we have like a huge plate of calamari in front of us. Oh my God. And it's just like filled with friends and Mm -hmm.
0: meatballs. And And the lemons like hanging from the ceiling or whatever and that's the only place I want to be and hopefully we will I feel be like there
2: very soon <laughs> once COVID is uh, once we're all vaccinated and like restaurants have opened up so many people I know including myself are going to be flocking to the lemon room at Buga Bebo and it's going to be like a hot space where like we run into it. it's Studio like the 54. polo lounge yeah but it's like <laughs> the San Vicente bungalows <laughs> yeah it's the new San Vicente bungalows is the retreat room at Buca de Beppo it's a place for just movers and shakers yeah and I'm excited I'm like I'm ready to get in there early with you and like Same. kind of stake out my like establish what my regular table become will an be. early
0: regular of that room so that we yeah. will always have an important place there because that's yeah. really important to me
2: i want to um, know get in good with like the the maitre d or the hostess that works you know that was my shift. childhood Buca de beppo i did go to okay, that Buca well de beppo then,
0: a lot as a child so i kind of um i mean you know, I know the ins and outs
2: Okay, great. Well, our, our in you can find us there at, at the Dorit Room. Really. Yeah, you
0: can find me at any of those email addresses
2: or the Buca de Beppo in Encino. Or our booth in the Buca de Beppo in Encino, California. That's where you'll find me. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye.